I'm watching a lot of Bill Hader, where he's <laughs> the Italian talk show host. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Because he isn't saying Italian, but he sounds like he is. <laughs> what uh, What is that on? SNL, like, 10 uh, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably wasn't paying attention then either. Yeah, it's on YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of YouTube. <laughs> you uh, of yeah, that? yeah. But, no, I've uh, heard of it. I've heard of YouTube. It's this new website, yeah. and they put videos in there. It's interesting oh, so like idea. YouTube. You can watch them. I get it. You wouldn't yeah. think it would work, but <laughs> somehow it works. Yeah, like, the only way they can make money doing that is, like, if they stole all your data. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> it's the only way they can make money. So uh, it's exciting that Sam is back. It's uh, it's been a little while since we've uh, we've been with Sam. Yeah, now, how, I kept on saying that you been? weren't with us anymore, and yeah. Paul kept on uh, clarifying that you weren't dead. Yeah, it, it made it sound like you were dead. He kept saying <laughs> Sam is no longer with us. It's like, calm down. He's alive. I'm. I'm. Uh, I might be dead. I don't know. Yeah. When was the last time I did one? I don't even know. Uh, it has been, it was four episodes without you. We did one with Wyatt, one with Bob, and then two with Mikey. Um, oh, wow. So you guys been, been working. Yeah. <laughs> we did four episodes without you, and sorry for excluding you, but you were busy. And, and I had no time. Not able to uh, to do it with us, and you know, I'm glad that we can do this now. Welcome what, back, what, Sam. What if we did a skit where it's like, <laughs> I just like walked in. Like, all right, we're just doing it as, and I'm like, hey. I'm here. <laughs> Back from the dead. So Sam, just say a bunch of just like random like affirmations and like, yes, I like that. And then, um, you know, we'll just disperse them throughout the episode and then you can just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Good one. That's what we're actually going to record now. We're going to record uh, you being agreeable so I can edit it into all the other episodes that you were out of. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> yeah, like what they do like to make you a hologram. Yeah. You know. My wedding photographer didn't understand why I went to raw photos. And I'm like, well, you know, what happens if in the future they're making holograms of people? I need to have the highest quality photos possible. <laughs> Yeah. For my holographic wedding album. So, yeah, I went the Rawls. <laughs> not not the that Rawls. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like that it's raw. It just, like, it doesn't sound appropriate. Like, sounds it sounds like dirty. raw meat. Yeah. <laughs> or raw dog. that way. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just original. Right? <laughs> Give me those raw, uncut photos. Yeah, I want the raw <laughs> stuff. I'm like, ugh. I, I don't want medium quality JPEGs of my wedding after paying you three grand for it. So yeah, yeah. I went raw. I want, I want it to be as raw as possible. <laughs> so this is going to be our last episode of this season of season one of script prompt two. Uh, we're going to be taking a short hiatus after uh, this episode uh, until next year where we'll pick up and we'll have you know new prompts, new, Movies, new discussions, and it should be really exciting. Um, one of the things I was thinking for our season finale is that instead of drawing out of our normal prompt cup, we draw out of our, we already picked these prompt cup. As kind like the of best a, of the season. We can yeah. uh, 
hopefully maybe revisit some of the prompts we drew already in yeah. a different, interesting way. I don't know what this you guys is, think about that. This is like that episode where they just uh, they didn't write episodes. So they just remember old episodes. Yeah, yeah. every every <laughs> sitcom has it. Yeah. yeah. Although I really liked how Sonny did it because like they started remembering the scenes that were in. The, but then they remembered them completely different. So they're just like making fun <laughs> of it. Like they actually did refilm all this stuff because like none of it happened how it did in the show. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I thought that was better than like the. All of those stupid clip clip show episodes, which is yeah. why you know Seinfeld was uh, was re- the ending was received so poorly because it was a clip show, or it was like yeah it was it was them at court and remembering all the horrible things they did. And it's like you cannot end a ten year show <laughs> on, a, on a clip episode. <laughs> That's awful. Come on. So what do you guys think? You want to do this, or you just want to draw out of our normal cup? Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. let's All right. let's do that. We're gonna draw out of the uh, the already drawn cup. So the used uh, stuff. You know what? I've been <laughs> seconds. I feel like I've been really bad lately about introducing the show and what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know yet, uh, this is Script Prompt Two. We're a biweekly movie television show podcast where we improvise and brainstorm uh, film. And television script concepts based on random prompts that we draw out of a cup. Uh, basically, we we roll a six sided die and we draw that number out, and then we go from there and just have a discussion about what uh, TV show, movie, whatever we would we would make out of it. Uh, my name is Chad. I'm looking at Paul and Sam, my co-hosts. Hey, everybody! Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't kill your family members. Yeah. Oh, I think that's definitely don't go do that. No, I, we're going to <laughs> we're going to Melissa's family this Thanksgiving. So um, I don't know. I I won't kill anyone. Melissa may. <laughs> Unsure. If, it's if not it was your my family, family I'd that... probably murder them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and roll. <laughs> five five prompts. All right. Five prompts out of our previously pulled prompt pile. And uh, there's there's one special one in there that I really hope we get. <laughs> I'm horny, so I hope we do. If, if you get it, it's going to just sound so rigged. We rigged both episodes, the first and the last. <laughs> um, we have a genre that is a heist. Okay. Ooh. I think we drew that one... Um, that was uh, with Bob the first time, um, the McGruff episode. Uh, was that supposed to be a heist? Well, yeah, I think it was. We had oh, like six right. things yeah. in it, and yeah. that was part of it. Was yeah. that the the junkyard boys were like heisting things? Remember? Yeah, heisting, okay. heisting, <laughs> heisting, hoisting. <laughs> uh, there's a setting in a forest. We drew that one for the um, the Vampire King episode. Oh yeah, it was a setting okay. where. Uh, where the kids were found dead. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good time. That was a good episode. I like that episode. We had yeah. some sound problems with it, but otherwise, I really enjoyed that episode. Um, this is going to be interesting because uh, we drew this for a um, for a short script for one of our Patreon episodes, and um, and 
it's going to be interested, interesting kind of seeing it in the context of, of us all talking about one project together. But student film. Oh. <laughs> all right. Okay. Hopefully we don't get pornography because the student pornography <laughs> is just going to be weird. <laughs> I remember only one person, one person in college had uh, a nude scene and it was, it was just a, a girl standing in front of a white screen. Oh, yeah. Them too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was kind of bizarre. <laughs> yeah. We got a uh, setting in a police station, which is also from the vampire King episode. Okay. Is when we drew that. Vampire 2. <laughs> Vampire Kings. We're doing the the uh the new Vampire King. Well, I was thinking like aliens, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we have a prop that is a knife, sword, etc., which we actually drew that one like two episodes ago for the um for the uh Santa Santa Claus uh <laughs> oh, yeah. murdering Santa Claus episode that was uh we did with Mikey. All right, all right. So we have a setting in a forest. The genre is a heist movie. Um, there's a setting in a police station. And there's a prop that is a knife, sword, uh, some sort of sharp bladed S- weapon. Stabbing thing? Yes. <laughs> a piercing. Good old stabber <laughs> tool. Yeah. And then student film. And then it needs to be a student film, which I think that we can kind of define that as we will. I think, I don't know. I mean, I think it's important to kind of talk about what that means. Like we all went to film school and I think, you know, it's possible that some of our listeners did as well. And it's, you get into like, you know, a lot of times student films are just homages to other movies that they've, that they like and, uh, or try to do something like, highly conceptual that just doesn't make any sense like pineapples on the beach or whatever (laughs) from that um or you you just do something that doesn't make any sense and and and, or shock value or whatever i don't know yeah (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know what you guys think when we talk about student film I mean, it's also an opportunity to make it a short if we want to. Uh, it doesn't have to be a full yeah. length, uh, a full length feature. I feel like one of my that's f- kind of part of a student film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my not favorite. too many student films are making making features. Yeah, one uh, one by Sam is uh, by far my favorite student film, and I think it is his too. It's titled "Descended from Apes." Oh yeah, and it's a, a good bunch one. of gorillas and monkeys and uh, uh, gay porn. Just everyone's jacking off the whole time. For what, the, like three or four minutes? Yeah, to the, to the theme song from the Nutcracker. Oh, yeah. They uh, they they like uh, killed your YouTube or something for that. Didn't they? Or something. Yeah. Um, just as a quick story, I was banned from YouTube for like ten years. That's why I was talking about earlier that uh, it's a brand new website to me. Uh, yeah, I got banned because I uploaded that to it and also a lot of things with Lady Gaga songs. So I got flagged and banned. Um, so my, my email address that you sent this to, actually, Chad, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't log into YouTube. If I was logged into that account for like a decade. <laughs> and then one day they're like... It's okay, you can come back. And I was like, oh, 
I thought I was banned for life. <laughs> the first thing you should have done is just posted it to send it for me. You just back up there. And- <laughs> oh, that would have been done forever. <laughs> like, come on. If, like, Jake Caldwell can, like, record, like, dead people. Yeah. <laughs> get in trouble for a couple of Lady Gaga tracks and a couple of monkeys. Monkeys whacking Monkey's just it, doing you know? monkey stuff, man. Just, yeah, it's uh, monkey stuff. Yeah, it's all natural. <laughs> I mean, everyone does it. It's natural. Let's and get got, past that now. <laughs> I got all the monkey stuff from YouTube anyway. You know? It's already yeah. up there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that we had a class that will let you make that and turn it in. <laughs> I like that I had a professor that, you know... You know how he did the responses? Yeah. Mm. Like he, he took time. To respond to a bunch to of monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Guys jerking it. It's uh. like, just <laughs> gotta sit down and do this one, you know. But yeah. Well, it's a good thing you didn't get expelled for that. But I feel like in an experimental <laughs> film class, like, yeah. it's allowed. It's what yeah. it is. Like, you can't open that door and then and then get pissed off what you get back right <laughs> yeah I, part I, of life <laughs> I, I think it was like that was right on message for what he wanted he wanted something to like uh, push the envelope and you know go a little bit too far into the experimental side I mean, we watched the that uh brackage video of the lady giving yeah. birth or whatever so it's like yeah it's like on mm-hmm. the same level so it's totally fine yeah that makes sense all right so what are we thinking about for this uh student heist film so it's a student film that's a heist movie, but I think, like most student films, everyone is twenty years old in it. <laughs> yeah, you may have a couple people in their late twenties, but someone's dad might show up. Oh yeah, my dad was in a couple of my student films. <laughs> yeah, it's either dads or kids. <laughs> yeah, you know, like the cop. All the cops are kids. See, life, I actually got forty-year-old cops in my student film. You were like the only person who did that. Everyone else. It was like the whole (laughs) FBI was just 21 year olds. I, um, a guy I, I I knew, uh, I haven't seen him in a while, but he was in his late thirties, maybe, maybe mid forties, uh, getting, doing some side acting and everything. And he was in a lot of my movies and I, I, a brawn, he was a lot of fun to work with. The problem is that old. Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. didn't have kids, he, and he looked really young. He didn't look that old no, at all. But great. Yeah. yeah. No, he. He. I think he still does. He's just. He's like fifty five. Good for him. He looks like he's like twenty three. He's like <clears throat> that's incredible. Awesome. <laughs> like shape. Yeah. I thought he's like my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's uh, definitely was in at least his late thirties when when we were working together. So that's mm-hmm. ten years ago. And cool. So I'm trying to think about what um, what should we do here? We got we got this heist, and there's a police station in the forest, and it's I mean like if we're talking about it being a short, which I think it it kind of has to be. Mm-hmm. What like the goal for a short film? It, it's not like they're like <clears throat> this full three act thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, they they're kind of broken into they're broken down, kind of different. Right. Yeah. And I'm kind of wondering if if we kind of play into uh to, you know, the a lot of student films, they like to do the whole, you know, Shamalamanam 
type uh, <laughs> uh, reveal and, yeah. you know, make it all kind of, kind of, you know, we didn't see that coming. So I wonder if uh, we have our characters that are planning on breaking into a police station to get something back. And it turns out it's like they're trying to steal some, a piece of evidence that ties them to like a murder in the forest that they, uh, that they, uh, which is the knife. And uh, it shows you at the end that they killed somebody or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. like that big kind of like, yeah, they stab somebody in the forest is kind of the big reveal at the end. But before that, they're kind of doing this uh, heist to try to uh, break into the police evidence locker to destroy evidence. Well, I think like one of the big things with like heist movies is that you see one heist happen, but another heist is actually happening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like someone should get caught and then is getting interrogated at the police station. And they're talking about a different heist that they got arrested for while the rest of the team is breaking into the police station to steal the evidence against that one member who got caught for the heist. Mm. Like That's Ocean's kind of 11. like, yeah, Ocean's Eleven kind of style, right? So yeah. it's like, how could I have been the one? I've been here in this fucking yeah. police uh, interrogation room the whole time, and then mm-hmm. all the evidence for the other crime gets stolen. That's something that would definitely be in like a student film, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know what this like stealing thing would be, but if we're talking the heist, normally it isn't like a murder weapon or something like that. It's more about money or, or jewels or something like that. Unless you want it to be that student film kind of switcheroo. And all of a sudden it's uh switches tone at the end and it's a Shyamalan movie. Yeah. And it's like the devil really stole this knife to prove he wasn't the devil or something like that. I don't know. Some kind of stupid <laughs> thing. <laughs> I just thought of them like trying to get like, a magical bong back or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a, like one of those hidden canisters that they uh, that they hide like uh, weed in, but the weed isn't what they're after. But you think they're after just like this yeah. thing, um, <laughs> and actually, there's something else inside of there, hidden with the weed. That's the real thing they were after the whole time. The diamonds, yes, the diamonds. It was Jesus. They wanted <laughs> to find Jesus the whole well, no, time. The whole, the whole thing is it's a, it's an allegory for Jesus and the Obviously. devil. Uh, God's love. Inter- inter- interrogating each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? <clears throat> um, Any ideas there? Or do we wanna... <clears throat> I think we're in the right direction. Um I guess we got to just decide the type of student film. It seems like we're all in agreement. We want to have it mainly be a student film and have that kind of inform where it goes. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's good student films. There's a lot of bad student films. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's usually any in between. (laughs) (laughs) There's not one that's like, okay. It's It's like like either terrible or it's like, oh, wow, that was really good for what you had to work with. Well, why don't we look at it this way? (laughs) What would be something that we wish we kind of made when we were, when we were in school and had more like leeway to just explore things creatively and do things creatively. And, and you know, you know what I mean? Because like right now yeah. we're, we're, 
you know, we got nine to fives and we're, you know, alcoholics and fat (laughs) (laughs) and, and, uh, you know, not that I wasn't fat then, but still, um, it was, it was a cute fat. Now it's like a, Oh man, it's a sad old fat. Yeah. You need to see a doctor. Now you're a bear. (laughs) Now I'm a bear. (laughs) Um, so like, is there any ideas here of something that like would have been fun to make as a, as a student? You know, limited budget. Uh, you're just pulling like whatever resources from your friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like exteriors of the police office, and then an interrogation room that kind of looks like it could just be any room, right? <clears throat> or I like always wish I knew someone would that like had a job at a bank with like a big ass vault, and that could be. Like the police station used to be a bank and they turned uh, the interrogation room into a vault. So it's like, <laughs> and it like opens up and like you're in the fucking bank vault. <laughs> just mm. Like this deathly silent like place. Uh, it's a whole metaphor around heisting in just the location. Like you return to the seat of a crime almost being in the vault at the police station that used to be a bank. It happens. Police are cheap. They use, uh, you know, shits that used to be other things for their police stations. Uh, I was in uh, Arkansas and they had a bank as their police station and they like they used all the vaults to like house their guns and shit like that. And like the evidence lockers and things. That's cool. So it's not like That's pretty cool. out of the question, you know. I was just kind of thinking like student films, you know, you don't have a ton of locations. Mm hmm. You know, because you only got like a couple days. What if it was more yeah. like an inside man situation mm-hmm. where like, uh, you know, your your heisters are in the vault or yeah. whatever, trying to get out. And then you got like the police station cops doing like a cat and mouse thing. Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be an inside cop who's on the take. With, like, this heist team? No, I was just thinking just because of limited location, then you could just have, like, a vault, and you could have a police station, and that's it. Okay. But, I don't know. It's probably going to be hard. Instead yeah. of them trying to break in and having, like, all the stuff that would take to make that good. Mm-hmm. Because you got to, like, if you're doing a break-in, you got to do the the appeal of it is the tension of, like, the plan. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's going to take a lot of different people doing a lot of different things in different locations. This is a student film. If they're already in there and then it's some kind of like Tarantino ripoff dialogue thing, you know, where they're trying to get out. Yeah, that makes sense. I I don't love that idea. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Like, I feel like the uh, end scene in Pulp Fiction. Mm hmm. Like, that's a student film in all the ways that it's been, like, ripped off. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like in student films, like, when you start getting into, you know, like, the higher levels, you'll see the ripoffs be some Tarantino stuff, um, Wes Anderson for sure. So, those are, like, some major kind of, like, things that you'll you'll see a lot of uh, homages to and just plain theft of different shots and ideas. Um, What's that guy in film two that ripped off a Wes Anderson, I think. Right. And he ended up not even finishing his 
film for the screening, I think, or it was like partially finished or something like that. But I, is it film two? Yeah, I think I it remember was film watching two. it. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't play well because it's making fun of like mentally challenged people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, but it was a straight up Wes Anderson ripoff. And it, there was, was definitely a Tarantino ripoff in our film too. I mean, we kind of ripped off of Tarantino with our, our Colin being a serial killer. Uh, uh, yeah, one. It yeah, was kind yeah. of like a Tarantino um, style, just walking around and talking for a while. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Yep. We are not uh, immune to the ripping off Tarantino. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Um, but I mean, like Tarantino style does lend well to limited resources because it's mm-hmm. all about mm-hmm. one scene, two characters building tension to a moment, and then yeah, it's usually violence. I guess. Just just like yeah. well written dialogue, but but not uh, written well in the case but of not written well. students. <laughs> In the case of our our film, not 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 at all. What was, what was that movie we watched at Will's house? Uh, surf Nazis. N- not the, the the other one. There was another Nazi one. There was the another second one, Nazi one. It was basically Inglorious Bastards. With surfers, there was the Surf Nazis Must Die, and then there was another one, and it was like the main plot of it was. Inglorious Bastards and the basement uh, scene where they're figured out. Remember that one? I was I maybe you went over. Did you go over there without me? No, we did. The, we did them back to back in the same night. I don't know if I remember that one. Oh, can't remember what the hell that one was called. <clears throat> I, but I anyways, forget. it was Sorry. it was the exact same thing as Inglorious Bastards. It's just like. With worse dialogue, worse direction, <laughs> no money, and then they added on like an extra scene at the end where they catch up with the, the Nazi in like Argentina or something like that, like thirty years later, and kill him. But it was yeah. just like a shitty version of Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. No, oh man, completely. I remember Surf Nazis. We definitely watched that. Yeah, at Will's. Yeah, uh, which is it's like a trauma. Uh, film. It's like from the eighties or nineties. Uh, ridiculous B movie. Yeah, where it's like this gang of surfer Nazis are going around and like killing a bunch of people. I don't know. It was it most was of the movie. And most bad. of the movie, they're just killing people. And yeah. then like this grandmother from a, a small scene in the beginning shows up almost towards the end of the movie and starts killing all the Nazis. Oh yeah. 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 I remember that was the best part is that the grandma goes like full, like, like killing all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember now, but like most of the movie you're like, when is anyone going to kill these Nazis? They're just like murdering other people. I think grandma shows up and just like destroys him. That was pretty, that was, that was, that was good. That was a nice, uh, nice touch (laughs) at the end of a otherwise pretty horrible movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, back to our student film. Um, so what do we want them to heist? What is like the thing? Are they going jewels, money, drugs, a person? Well, what's their motivation? Yeah. Right? Who are these people? Yeah. Is it like the the classic guy doing the last job? Okay. Otherwise, <laughs> we're going But he's like 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or we're gonna kill your girlfriend. Like I feel like that was always Yeah. Yeah always okay. <laughs> always a student film thing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they can get one girl, and it's like the director's girlfriend. So let's let's do that. So yeah, it's we, that we, we got your girlfriend or your, your wife or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna kill her unless you can deliver this. That's in the evidence locker at the police station. Yeah, and everyone dies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or like it's it's that or the sad white guy who has the nine to five. You know, mm-hmm. and he's he like pills. unwittingly put into this plot. Yeah. Okay. That that's been done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was kind of hoping we, maybe we would avoid the um, just making it bad because student films are bad cliche. Yeah. You know. But what if you can make it good? Yeah. Because you're not an idiot teenager. That's you know? fine. We could talk about that. <laughs> but I just I, I don't want to fall into the whole like. Oh, student films are typically bad, so let's intentionally make it bad and uh, and and just focus on all the bad things we could do as yeah. a student director, which is a lot of things, right? But, no, like I, I think it should be like like good, like they really tried really hard to you know write something good and decent and everything. Mm-hmm. Like that it's just like the big thing with student films is you don't have resources or money, so it's like it's going to come down to things getting reused or using like a piece of stock footage or, or, you know, using a couple people who can't act and deliver lines or anything like that. Mm. So I think what we're doing is kind of coming up with like a student film where it's like, we kind of have a couple of the tropes of reusing locations and ripping off a couple other movies and throwing it all together. But it doesn't have to be like intentionally shitty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe what we should do is we can't spend any money to make this. Yeah. We would have to use what we have now. Yeah. To make This it. is all favors. Yeah. Only can you make it using favors. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. So like what um like the sword knife would have to be something somebody already has. Mhm. A machete? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or um got a couple of those. You know, my my <laughs> broadsword that now <laughs> like a police station probably couldn't get into a police station as a student yeah probably i not like my aunt works at a police station and i tried really hard to just borrow uh like get a cop off duty to like bring his car to set so we can have like a the car there as a prop and that was not happening no matter how hard I like tried with them. So it's like, yeah, you're not getting any real cop stuff. That's why I changed my cop to a security guard and got a $10 prop and a little hat that said security. And then it worked. That's a good point. (laughs) So, I mean, I think that we can, we can manufacture a police station um, with an exterior shot and then, yeah. Some sort of interior with a table and a dark wall or whatever is like an interrogation room or, or like a bench. Yeah. And you could actually use uh, creative lighting with um, with mats or 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 even if you wanted to, like, create some sort of PVC structure and light through it uh, to make it look like bars, mm-hmm. you know, and put someone on a bench and kind of I think you can do you can do a, a stylistic uh like this person's in jail or this person's in a, in a, uh, 
interrogation room without a lot of money or effort. I think you can do that pretty easily. And then you have the exterior of the, uh, the police station. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking, um, and this kind of goes completely off of what we've talked about previously, but um, what if uh, the heist, what if it's like a break in, in someone's house that kind of went wrong and, and um, they were trying to steal something like, doesn't really matter. Maybe they're just trying to rob them or whatever. And then it was a group and one or two of them kind of got trapped inside. Mm-hmm. And then there's like one or two left that have to like the real heist is trying to save their people from the now pissed off homeowner who has a machete. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Okay. I think you could do that like in in one house. It's and then like maybe at the end, um, you know, someone ends up in in you know in an interrogation room, right? Yeah. Or maybe they start an interrogation room and and like covered in blood or whatever, and and they kind of do like the uh, the like. I'm going to tell you what happened <laughs> type thing. And then yeah. it goes through the story and it ends with this like guy, uh, who, uh, just standing his ground, chasing these, uh, teenagers through, um, a forest with the machete mm-hmm. <laughs> because they broke into his house. <laughs> what if, uh, what if we did kind of like a Rashomon thing where like, there's three survivors from this mm-hmm. break in and we get, three different like stories and like weave them all together. So you keep having to go back to the police station interrogation room, but everyone's giving you a little bit different of a story. I was thinking um, that too, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. That's, like, that's, that's good. Like just have it framed and then you go back. That way you can reuse that same like incident and the same location yeah. without it being, uh, <sighs> And a lot of the, the setups could for, even be the same. Like, yeah, have, a lot of it could be the like same. You have yeah. the setup that you're doing this version, this version, this version. And yeah. then you do this setup, this version, this version, this version. Makes it a little bit more efficient to film, too. Yeah. You know? Because that's a little bit more uh, film school-y where you, you kind of bite off of Rashomon because it's your first time seeing Rashomon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I was actually biting off of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, uh, yeah. There. <laughs> <With> my- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so what if they're like they're they're already locked up? Yeah. And they're all given their story. You know? Mm-hmm. That's kinda like the first season of True Detective is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Rashomon. Yeah. yeah. I like the first season of True Detective. Um I haven't watched past that though. Oh, the second season sucks. Third season, pretty good. Not yeah. as good as the first, but season two is pretty awful. I finally watched <laughs> all of Westworld and I enjoyed Pretty that. awful. <laughs> I, I don't know what I, I haven't done season three yet, but yeah, I thought the first season was much, was better executed in, mm-hmm. in what it was formulate like form and function blended together a lot better to communicate this, like, you know, how time isn't always, you know, like how, how the, the, what are they called? Uh, hosts, Mm-hmm. Are perceiving time and there's a problem. And everything. The rest of it, I felt, I felt like the second season and the third season haven't really done that as well. They try to introduce these 
you know, confusing concepts, but it doesn't work as well as, as the first season did. Yeah. I thought the yeah. first season was good. The second season, because you kind of like lost that surprise from mm-hmm. the first season, it, it, it misses, uh, you know, kind of a lot of that, um, that tension. Um, I don't, I haven't watched season three yet, but when I do, I'll, I'll see how it deals with that kind of loss of tension. It seems like they try to like go into the future and add some other, otherworldly stuff into it outside of the whole thing. So I don't know. And uh, Paul just like, uh, that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) Like Aaron Paul had, uh, had one role that was made for him. And, uh, unfortunately the show is over. He's always just like, (laughs) he's really good in smashed. He's done a couple movies that are like, good. you know, like need for speed was not a good movie, but, He was he was all right. Uh, the action was cool. It's just like everything else in that movie fucking sucked. Oh, I love yeah. him in BoJack Horseman, but oh yeah, he's great in that. <laughs> but BoJack Horseman is like an awesome show. It's it is probably the it's... most in depth and like beautiful like TV show ever to deal with depression that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love it. Um, I was sad that they ended it, but I think it's yeah. better that it comes to an end than than goes on into you know horribleness yeah the burnout and fade away Mm -hmm. yep you got it man neil young (laughs) (laughs) all right so um let's just lock down we're doing this rashomon thing we got um two of the perpetrators and maybe the um maybe the the victim the the homeowner who's who they were trying to heist Mm -hmm. in in jail telling their side of the story so they're breaking into his house or her house or whatever to steal something. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably Ark of the Covenant. Maybe <laughs> whatever they're trying to steal is it's going to be called like the MacGuffin. It's going to be called something stupid. It's a stupid yeah. film. <laughs> well, like is <laughs> <The> what <MacGuffin. laughs> is what they're trying to steal like something important, or is it just a MacGuffin and it doesn't matter? Either way, yeah, I think it's, it's gonna a end up being a MacGuffin. Like, no, I know, yeah. Um, I mean, you like, can make it cool, like something that's not just mining. Yeah, but. it could be like a thing, like uh, some sort of like defi- device that, um, or magical, or some kind of like magic orb, or well, what if something was, like that? What if like what if it was like a body switching thing, right? Like it's an what? orb that can make you body switch with someone. <laughs> so when they they all kind of like touch it and then they get switched into other bodies and now it's Rashomon with a body switch. Student <laughs> film, man. Bad ideas. <laughs> I, I thought we talked film. about not doing bad ideas. <laughs> Sorry. What if it's just I like I tried to save myself by saying it was a bad idea. What if it's like a um you know, something you look into and it tells you something, you know? It like tells you you know everything. Like just that oh, stupid yeah. like MacGuffin where it's like okay. unobtainium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, are they where are they breaking in to get this at now? Well, maybe what? it brings you like a, crazy good luck. A right? dorm apartment. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I mean, I kind of think that it should be something that what I was getting at is maybe you know what you think they were trying to steal. They you don't think that they get it. Mm-hmm. And then what they actually steal, 
what they were actually there for was something less significant but more important to them. Yeah. And and they were able to steal it. Does that make sense? But they got to have a reason to lie. Well, I think that they don't to lie about what they were trying to steal. Cuz they because they I mean like it's kind of like that switcheroo. Like they they think like, "Oh, you know, he was they were just trying to rob them or steal some mm-hmm. money or whatever, but they were really just trying to get like this diary of someone or 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 yeah. you know this uh whatever right that that so isn't the that person big of, that isn't so significant that 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 the 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 police the people don't know that they actually got yeah. away with it right so like the, the person whose house it is that they're breaking into wouldn't want this secret out and mm-hmm. would actually go and kill people that broke in to get it but like the cops just think it's a basic robbery kind of thing. They don't know that everyone involved knows that there's something that this person owns that is damning to them and super valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's gotta be some drama there. Yeah. For the reason for them to tell different stories. Yeah. For, for the reason for the person that gets their house raided, you know, for them to lie about certain things that happened during the incident, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't want to explain what got stolen. The people stealing don't want to exactly say what they were stealing. Yeah. Either. Mm-hmm. And why they want it. Mm-hmm. And they all lie. And then I guess the interrogator is going to be like, well, Rashman ends with them finding the baby, right? Yeah. And the... they like go on about human nature. Mm-hmm. If, if I don't think every one of our listeners knows what Rashman is, but Rashman is basically... This old uh, Japanese film from what, around the 60s um, by Akira Kurosawa. He um, did this really awesome film where you're listening to three different stories about this incident uh, between some master fighter and like a thief. And was there a third person involved? I feel like there was a third person. There was a woman who oh, ended up dying, ghost. I think, or... And then there's like a baby with her, right? Mm. With the 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 ghost, the ghost. Demon. Oh, yeah, there was a ghost that can uh, tell who the like possessed like a a medium. Yeah. 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 Um, and the whole point of the thing is like none of these people are reliable narrators, and there is really no truth to this incident because everyone is kind of lying and saying things to make themselves seem better mm-hmm. um, in their own story, you know. That's a really good, awesome film and something that you see for the first time in film school because you would never be like, Rashomon, I love that. I want to see this. I've heard about this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm 12 years old. Let me watch a flick. <laughs> yeah. Put a Rashomon, yeah. <laughs> Pop in this Japanese movie about sadness and death. <laughs> yeah, like that one ends with it kind of being about humans and why. Yeah. Mm. This, I guess, could end the same way. Mm-hmm. Because it's short. Yeah. Like, you hear everyone, and you can tell they're just all totally just selfish and impulsive, yeah. you know? Just absent of morals and... And have the 20-year-old cop who's been <laughs> burnt out through a life on the force. <laughs> He's too old for this shit. Just Tommy Lee Jones ramble at the end, you know? But... Um. So what do we want this big uh, secret thing, the MacGuffin, what do we want that to, to be? Do we want to be told or do we just want them to like go after it and never be told what this thing is? I think it'd be kind of cool to just 
lead it you up can to be something told mis- lies about it too. Yeah, you know? something mysterious yeah. that you're not clear what it is. Like mm-hmm. I think if it's just money, like everyone wants money, yeah. you can kind of figure that out. But if it's something like they're not explaining what it is, yeah, it also it's feels be like student this- filmy to me too. Like. The list of like Nazis that are in the government or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like you know, like kind of like to go back to Tarantino, but like um, you know, they open the briefcase, you see it glow. Yeah, like it becomes more interesting. It's either gold filmy. or heroin. It's one of those, or soul. You like you don't <laughs> or know. Soul. Yeah. I mean, so I was thinking maybe it's just like a hard drive or something, and then at mm-hmm. the end you see them kind of plug it into a computer, and you don't know what's on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like. They were trying to steal some data that matters. And, but I don't know how you add that uh, complexity of like, why would everyone lie about it if you don't reveal what it is? You know? Well, you have like everyone say why, but it's all different. Yeah. Like, so. <clears throat> yeah, they can all make up their own lies about it. If you want to know like the truth about it, then like the guy who owns it, he's hiding the list of government Nazis. Uh, one of the guys breaking in his dad is on the list of government Nazis. He wants to take the list and remove his dad and then put it back in without everyone knowing. And then the third person thinks that they're there to steal this thing that can drain the guy's bank accounts or something like that. Yeah. Like the guy who got it stolen from him, if he's there, he probably doesn't want to reveal why he wants it back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that would be criminal. (laughs) So he's trying to just get it back, you know. Yeah. And then, like, the cop at the end can, like, flip him a a hard drive, but it's the fake one, and then the cop, like, you know, reveals that he has the real one and plugs it in his computer. He's like, oh, it's Nazis. No, (laughs) Nazis. One file on an Excel sheet. (laughs) (laughs) Nazis. Secret Nazi list. So <clears throat> I was kind of thinking that maybe the the goals and 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 scope of it all maybe a little bit more down to earth. I mm-hmm. mean, not necessarily uh Nazi hunting uh teenagers. Uh, <laughs> you know. Like maybe in the in the in the in the um the goal of of thinking about with limited resources what good movie could we have made in our early 20s or at least what we thought was good i would kind of think we maybe would avoid you know some of the more extreme things and try to make it a little bit more you know centered mm-hmm. on yeah. you know your parents have a house and you have your dad he can he can pretend to be <laughs> a pissed off uh, uh homeowner and then you and your and the the few or whatever acting friends you have are breaking in to steal something from this person, and then they all end up at the police station later, and they have to be in the forest. So I think, uh, you know, yeah, something along that. But I I don't know. I mean, we can certainly continue going down the the Nazi hunting uh, teenager route. I was just trying to think of like what could we do to to not you know, just fall into the temptation of making it a really bad cliche student film and actually think about what we would do. That would be, uh, interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. 
as students with limited resources and and uh, but <clears throat> again, I'm. I mean, do we want to challenge ourselves and maybe make the MacGuffin the sword knife? Mm. Well, that's what I had talked about originally about it being you know some sort of evidence that they wanted back. They're trying to get some evidence that would like acquit them of some wrongdoing or maybe maybe it's just a like a a good old-fashioned they've been tasked with finding you know dirt on this guy maybe maybe they're they're supposed to be um private eyes you know or Mm -hmm. private investigator team and uh they are trying to get a backup of this guy's uh computer to um to get evidence that he's you know, embezzling or, or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And they do that as a, um, kind of a, a, um, a front. They use this front of like breaking in as a kind of like robbery thing, but then maybe he realizes that they, maybe he like sees evidence that they copied a bunch of stuff off his computer. So he knows that they, they, you know, backed up his hard drive off of his computer or whatever. And, and, but he's not going to admit to it because he's done, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then the cop would look at the hard drive to see what the, what was on there. We can't be like, Hey, he, they copied stuff off my computer. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, well, I did that because he's an embezzler, you know, and all. And, and so I don't know. Um, I was just thinking something a little bit more down to earth. Mm-hmm, for yeah. All that. Okay. Um, and not to make uh, it boring, but also yeah. to make it like not ridiculous, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what if like, all right? So why do they have all these people? Right? Mm-hmm. They caught these people. They're interrogating them. How did they get caught? Did they get caught at the scene? Because then that kind of just, I feel like they should be caught later, you know, and brought in. So there's a little more drama. If you catch somebody in somebody else's house. Yeah. You already have them. They're going to go, you know, they're guilty. Mm-hmm. That's not very exciting to the audience, you know. Well, like, what if there was three people breaking in and the guy who owns the house, like, chased one of them down into the woods and killed him in the woods? That's what and I was then, thinking earlier. Yeah. Is that, like, one person breaks in to, um, to back up the hard drive and then they get kind of, like, stuck in a closet type thing and the other two have to break in to kind of like take to like distract the homeowner to like get the other guy out and then it turns into this like chase through the woods that ends with one of them either dying or getting severely injured from a machete yeah and then um why wouldn't the like other people be like he killed them you know like well, I think that they are, but and he's saying, well, they were in they like it's it's a lot of different uh they're still gonna be there as witnesses or whatever, right? And if he's claiming they broke into his house and stole something and and maybe there's evidence that that's true, maybe there isn't. I don't know if anyone necessarily just walks away as being innocent there. Yeah. But maybe murder is too much too. Mm. Especially in the in the goal of not making it ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're trying to make this good, I think we need a point, and maybe we can go back from there. You know, like, there needs to be some kind of, like, message. Yeah. As far mm-hmm. as what happened, right? Like, if it's just, like, a, here's a crime. Yeah. Mm. 
Like a lot of times, like crime movies, the good ones at least, there's like some kind of societal kind of thought on mm-hmm. what transpired, even if it's like everything's crazy. Like even Chinatown at the end kind of has like that moment where everyone's just kind of looking at what happened and, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a, there's a moment there where you're kind of affected by what happened, not just like, oh, that was crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe what if, what if they're, they're caught by this guy when they're breaking in and he like, he, he's got him like dead to rights, right? Like he's got him caught. And I don't know if you want to do a thing where just from um, like the outside of the house, you kind of see that there's like a struggle, a couple like, like gunshots go off. And then one of them's like running out of the house, gets chased down and killed with this machete. And the other ones disappear with the stuff, but they all get caught by the cops. So we don't know what happened inside the house after this guy kind of has on like dead to rights and, and that's the kind of like part that is getting told over and over again, but in different ways. But we know that at some point they break in, they get caught by this guy and one dude ends up getting murdered outside in the forest. And then we have to piece it together as the movie goes on. Yeah. What if it's like an OJ Simpson thing where like the guy whose house it is has property that belongs to someone and they're trying to get it back. Mm-hmm. Like a OJ Simpson Vegas robbery thing. Mm. Okay. So this guy who they're breaking into initially stole it from one of these other dudes that are breaking in to steal it back. Maybe. Like something important personally. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes from there. Okay. I don't know. Sleep. No, I'm thinking. <laughs> um. also, I was also thinking like, what if it's not just like breaking into a house to get something like, okay. What if it was like a car? Okay. I was just thinking going along with, I mean, if we're, if we're going to do something kind of like sentimental and, um, and they're just trying to get back, like what if, uh, this guy like, uh, sold, like a pocket knife his grandfather gave him or something to a pawn shop uh, for like drug money or something. And then he wanted to get it back because but this guy it, bought it. it meant something to him. And we could maybe even like show like a flashback of, of the grandfather giving him the knife and, and a flashback of him like uh, selling it and like have this kind of like sentimental story behind mm-hmm. it instead of like a, we're trying to, you know, find evidence that this guy, you know, did any wrongdoing. Maybe he just bought a pocket knife and and they wanted it back or he wanted it back. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's got to be like everyone's got to have something to hide, though. Yeah. The Rashman thing to work. Yeah. Like the guy's like, oh, yeah, I got robbed and it sucked. Everyone's got to yeah. be a little guilty. You know? And and yeah. Kind okay, of, well then there's I mean, something to hide. Yeah, yeah. That's where the finding incriminating evidence or finding something like that fits in where it's like you can't accuse someone of robbing you if what they robbed from you would put you in jail, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's exactly that's where that kind of comes in. Yeah. And so we can stay with that idea of I think that's the premise, just not a list of Nazis. No, I agree. I think it should be. I mean, I, I like the idea of, of like evidence from the computer of, of some sort of illegal transaction, mm-hmm. uh, embezzlement, something like that. Or or maybe it's, and I, I don't even know, if, like 
some other physical evidence of wrongdoing, but then you get into like what 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 did they do, right? Yeah. So maybe this is like an old mob hitman guy, and they need to steal his gun in order to show that it's the right match to a murder of one of their parents or something. I don't know. I actually really love <laughs> this idea that a bunch of uh, internet sleuths uh, feel like they solved this unsolved crime <laughs> and they and they <laughs> break into this guy's house to find the murder weapon <laughs> and end up getting murdered themselves. Yeah. Are we getting hung up <laughs> with a house? I don't think so. I mean, I, I think that no, I agree. We don't have to do it in the house, but yeah. I think we do need to consider it makes it feel of, lame. Well, I mean, it is kind of lame. We don't have access to uh, all the places, right? We have we have access to what we have access to is twenty year olds, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but I mean, like you, you used to have access to some stuff, you know. Yeah, like, like I knew a, a dude who had like a like a big fucking like mansion looking house, like like yeah. I couldn't call it up now, but in, in college, yeah, I can call that guy up and be like, hey, I want to use your house for uh, for a project, and he'd probably let me use it. That's fine. That's still a house, right? Yeah. But it's like a big-ass house next to woods, and it would work mm. for getting that woods or forest scene in the, in the movie, you know? I don't know why having a, you know, a two-location short film... One or three locations, technically. You have the outside uh, in the forest, you have the house, and you have a police department for these kind of uh, Rashomon style narration bits. I don't know how that is really being hung up on, on any of this. Seems to be appropriate for the number of settings. Now, whether that mm-hmm. is a house or an office or, or the fast food place you work at, I mean, I think that there's, there's options there, but at least the house is. A place where restaurant would be interesting, but that's true. I mean, if if you it's could more interesting it, than a house. Maybe maybe it's like a a restaurant <laughs> owner who who yeah, like a seedy kind of mm. weird like restaurant. Okay. Like I think there might be a little more juice there than like they break into some guy's house because you know, like you know like. But what if it's like a restaurant? It's a front for something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's hiding. If, something if we're making there. a like an ex something to do with the mob, then them having like a restaurant is like a retirement thing for them. It's like a retirement cover or front or, or something, yeah. but like there's something seedy going on. I don't want cops poking around. Yeah. But I also and that would make this it thing so happen. Whatever they steal is like bad for both businesses. You know, it's bad for the people getting robbed and you know, yeah, I, I like that. And like as a college student, everyone works at a restaurant and yeah, can totally mm-hmm. shoot there after hours. Like that's the one thing that's different that you probably have access to as a kid. Some sort of business. Yeah. 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 Like where you work. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of like a fat restaurant owner with a button unbuttoned too far, mm. <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of character who... You know, you, you see those people all the time, you know, like the restaurant owner just flashing money, but you can tell there's something like a miss. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I like that. Let's go with a restaurant. Restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the name? I don't know. 
Well, I was talking about the name of the movie, The Restaurant Tour. Restaurant Tour. Oh, The Restaurant Tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know we're like an hour in now, and we uh, think we're right, making so what progress. If, what if they break? What if they break in? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they don't know what's missing. Well, that was a, that's what I was saying before, and I think we're we're kind of circling back on different ideas. Like I think that even what what the audience may think that they're trying to steal isn't necessarily what they're trying to steal. I think that's a very, very yeah. uh, big film school ending that like in the last five seconds, you see them pull something out of their pocket and smile. Right. Like, and mm-hmm. this is what I wanted. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, what are they trying to steal and what do, you know, what does everyone else think they were trying to steal? You know, a restaurant or any business, you have money involved, but you also, um, there could be a number of things, right? That they're trying to, trying to steal. Um, so what is, you know, what's the motivation there behind what they're trying to do? We have this seedy restaurant owner who possibly had mob ties and they're trying to, I think what they're ultimately trying to do is get some sort of, um, evidence that he committed a crime right yeah like maybe they did steal it and they're like what got stolen and the restaurant guy doesn't want to say what got stolen mm-hmm. and he's like oh nothing they just trashed the place happens all the time mm-hmm. the kids are like oh uh we weren't there mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah and then maybe there's probably another perspective is like they were there and somebody got stabbed yeah mm-hmm they saw him going into a safe in the back, and there was a lot of yelling, like a like a third witness. Like a worker. Yeah, but like they weren't like in the room with it happening. They just kind of like heard what was going on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I can only hear, so it's, you don't know how well they got it. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "Well, we found blood. Mm-hmm. Whose blood was it?" And then maybe one of the people being talked to, like, is favoring something. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay. All right, we're getting closer. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting so, somewhere. <laughs> crime stuff takes a long time to figure so, out. So yeah, yeah. So like the th- the heist is stealing this evidence thing, and the three stories are the robbed, the robber, and another worker that's at mm-hmm. the place. Okay. And I think the robber could be maybe maybe there's a couple people together. Yeah. Speaking, mm-hmm. but they're not like in separate scenes. No, they're in the same scene. Yeah. yeah. It, so maybe it's and two so people the, and, or something. And like a busboy or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would make it easier to cast like your, your 17 year old friend. Yeah. You yeah. know. Your um, cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your little cousin who likes movies. Yeah. Your sound guy is also. Yeah. This person. Okay. Um, so what's the evidence though? Is I like that if he's the sound guy of like this group, that when he's on screen, the sound sucks. <laughs> sound sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold the mic. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, sorry, like, what was the question? <laughs> I, I think what, what's the evidence that they're trying to find? I mean, okay. what is he guilty of, and what are they? why how do they know it and what what are they trying to prove and then mm-hmm. i mean you also have this 
issue of now that they're the police department and they're hiding the evidence still, what were they were trying to prove in the first place? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to like blackmail them with it instead of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of like, uh, incriminate them. Like inside man. Is it like a ledger kind of thing that like shows all the, the bookkeeping of all the mob stuff? Yeah. I mean like as much as we were shooting on it earlier, like, Inside Man is like a Nazi thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, but like a ledger <laughs> can be like a little on a flash drive. It doesn't have to be an actual book or anything. Mm-hmm. And that could be the thing that's on there. And it could have multiple things. It can have not only all the financial stuff, but it could have, you know, dirt on everyone in the fucking city and then the government and the police stations and stuff like that. So it could take down like a lot of people with this thing. And maybe that's why they don't want to give it to the police because it's bigger than them. Yeah. The police are in it. The police yeah. are in on it. If the police know about it, then they can just make it disappear. I like this. Yeah. So we can do the whole like really cliche like uh envelope on the on the front porch of the news uh, station. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the, uh, the like end. the watchman where you yeah, like the mails mails the diary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy interrogating mm-hmm. is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what they, uh, you know, and then you, you see like uh, the news afterwards and it shows like yeah. this cop arrested for uh, for whatever. Right. And it's the guy mm-hmm. who's doing the interrogation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All so right. now you got even like another guy that was unreliable in the whole fucking movie. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. So I think we got a movie. We just got to figure out what that horrible thing is. Well, I think the horrible thing that I think it's it's they're stealing a ledger um, from this mob boss of all the corrupt dealings in this town or in the city. Right. Got it. Got it. Uh, got it. So like the police are involved, the mayor's involved, everyone's yeah. involved and they're trying to get it. Batman's um, involved. Yeah. But I don't I mean, but if the cops are involved at that point, like uh, well, that's well, I think wonder. what's cool is if it is like this cop that gets arrested in the like the, the news scene at the end, that the reason he was interrogating everyone is to figure out where this thing was, to figure out if this guy who he knows has a ledger is going to squeal about it, and if he has to kill him at the end of this uh, interrogation thing. So that's that's kind of like another layer of yeah. like his motivation to... To that's like a really twist. Yeah, that's a little little twisty twist there. Where you gotta like mm. you gotta watch it again and see how hard he's like pressing these people that are breaking and doing stuff. You well, know? I think if it's just a a a file on a computer, then I think that you also I, I, I don't know, just in terms of it making sense, I feel like if the cops are involved and this guy's involved and everything, then like they're not going to let them go if they know they have the ledger. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe I think, I really do think that, that they should part escape. Of this heist is acting like they're stealing something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So that they don't know that they got the ledger, mm-hmm. but I think that that needs to be done cleverly so that it is, you know, entertaining at least yeah 
You can have them do the thing like in Pulp Fiction where they go around, they get the money from the till, and then they start getting like jewelry and the wallets of everyone in the restaurant and throwing it into a bag. And that's where you're going to think like the main motivation is robbery while a couple other guys are in the back stealing the ledger out of the safe Mm -hmm. and, you know, say there's three robbers and one of them gets killed in this altercation with the, the mob guy. And, um, but it still seems like it's just for the money since they're robbing everyone of their stuff. Like he was trying to get into the safe to get more money when really he was getting in there to get the ledger. So trying to hide his crime with another crime. And that's kind of like the last after they leave the police station or I don't I don't know if they would leave the police station after like actually robbing, robbing people. Mm -hmm. So I figured that out. But well, like part uh, of this was to cover up the crime of getting this ledger and putting it in like an envelope and mailing it before they got caught with all this money. So it didn't matter what happened to them. They already got their thing and sent it out or they didn't take the money. Maybe, maybe they like left it in the woods and they found it in the woods. Like, why would you guys leave it after stealing it? And like, Oh, the guy killed, killed Johnny in the, in the back. So Mm -hmm. we didn't want any more trouble. We just left all the money in the forest. Or they're just trying to give it back. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like they're trying to do this righteous thing and, and kind of put a light on corruption. Mm -hmm. Probably don't want to do that themselves. So maybe they take it and then leave it in the forest so then it can go back to who it belongs to. Okay. Like they, they had separate bags, like one for all the patrons and then one for the guys. And they left the one with all the wallets and shit in there. Yeah. Like they just like go out the back door, but they leave that bag and take like the place's Mm -hmm. money. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck did you do that? You know, they're not really guilty of anything crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah, especially if they think. don't even take it out of the store, if they just leave the bags there, right? Like, yeah, they, they, uh, they collected it in a plastic bag, but then they, like, left it before they mm-hmm, walked out mm-hmm. of there. Um, okay. So they staged this three-person robbery of a restaurant where they collect everyone's personal belongings and put it in a bag, but then just leave it in the in the restaurant and don't take it. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's someone that sneaks into the back and is trying to steal this evidence. Uh, the owner, mob boss, restaurateur finds him back there and um, they get into a fight. Maybe one of the other guys runs back. Maybe that guy ends up, I don't Do we want to have him kill somebody? Yeah, or, I think I think one of them should get killed. I, yeah. He ends up dying. The other guy who was back there already, who did steal the info, but but kind of but made it seem like he was uh, he was just trying to break into the safe to get cash or whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die uh, and escapes with the info. The bus boy just hears some some yelling and and, and everything. I don't know how uh, is like the the owner claiming that he didn't that it was like self-defense that he killed the guy. And maybe maybe the busboy has a different story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe the busboy 
you know, kind of hears that the guy gets the upper hand enough to kill one of them, but like he has him kind of like dead the rights, um, yeah. but only is able to kill one before the other guy escapes. And that's what the, uh, the bus boy kind of like tells the cops. Um, and then that makes the cops suspicious and like, well, they left all the money and they couldn't get into the safe. Then what did he get? And why did you, why didn't you kill both? You know? Or why did you kill this guy? Yeah. Or why did you kill this yeah. guy? Yeah. And maybe they don't. Maybe the the other guy you know, gets out of a window, or I don't know. But yeah, and it's just kind of a clusterfuck at that point. Yeah, I think yeah. Like, and then they're like, "It's off, it's off, get out!" And he, so he just drops the money, and they both like run. And then like you know, the mob boss kind of comes running after them with a gun and like shoots at him, but misses him. Um, and that's kind of like the end of like that scene. Every time it always ends with like someone you know declaring that it's over and they yeah. just like they bail and then like five gunshots and that's the end of that scene and it goes back to them being interrogated or maybe the guy gets killed and it's a debate of whether he's running away or not yeah you know? yeah but like it's it's like that like the story is like messy but it always ends the same way of them running out and then the yeah like running guy, out the back door into the woods. Yeah, and, and then the guy shooting after him, and and that's him. yeah, that's the last point where they know what happened after that. But everything that happened inside the restaurant mm-hmm. is the messy shit that they need to like sift through everyone's story to figure out. And then it's gonna cut to the envelope on the steps of the newspaper. Yeah, and I think it like you see that envelope there, and then it kind of does this like reverse thing where it goes back to where it came from and you see like the real the real thing Mm -hmm. of like what he was doing yeah while he was back there right yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. makes sense and then it goes into revealing what what was on that yeah like like the the cop can be like so yeah he's talking to the mob guy he's like so you're telling me that they didn't get the fucking ledger that we all know is kept at your restaurant that everybody knows <laughs> that everyone your, fucking knows you telling me that they computer. absolutely did not get that. And, uh, and then it cuts to the envelope arriving at the news station and then on the news, like a TV telling that, you know, this cop was arrested in this, you know? Mm. Yeah. So like I, evidence I, revealed, maybe not that yeah. like, in your face about it but maybe mm. maybe there's some subtle like the cop goes did they get anything or or you know what i mean like they're talking about something different yeah you know you're I, telling yeah, me they definitely. didn't get anything at all and then yeah then um yeah i think that makes sense i don't know how long this is this is probably at least a good 20 minutes probably yeah i yeah. mean i, I, I made like fine. a 22 minute short and college yeah. so it's no, roughly about the same Your yeah. thesis film yeah <laughs> yeah no i think that i think it would be a solid half an hour yeah film probably i think it's uh, cool i think it's a pretty cool idea so starring yeah. Chaz dad <laughs> yeah right. yeah should we cast this with people <laughs> we know of us? <laughs> instead of like real actors yeah bob's gonna be the mob boss <laughs> <laughs> mikey can be uh the cop he could be the cop <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I casted uh, Mikey as a uh, like a, a veteran, uh, <laughs> a la uh, Lieutenant Dan, kind of. We, we yeah. called him uh, Lieutenant Stan. <laughs> 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 one, 
<laughs> in one of my uh, my student films. <laughs> um, and on like this like this like long wig with like an American flag bandana around his head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like uh, born on the Fourth of July kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, well, that was one thing we were working with Mikey with. I was doing with Mikey, and he was mouthing everyone's lines. <laughs> we're going to alienate our one listener. Our most loyal fan gives us actual feedback on the episodes. Sorry, Mikey. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know about casting. I think uh, we have two options. We don't cast or we try to do a, um, you know, a, a this person type or a that like person type. Like a this person type but, character? Um, okay. But it's really hard to, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I, I feel like, uh, I don't know if I could peg my dad as the mob mob boss, but like, how do you I'm guys? I'm thinking like a, like I mean, a. Mickey Rourke kind of like burnout dude kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I think that would He's be perfect. Weathered. Yeah, um, in terms of uh, people we know, I, I don't know anyone that would fit that role. But, <laughs> yeah, um, let's just do actors. Let's yeah, just do yeah. actors. Yeah, um, no, but a, a Mickey Rourke type. Yeah, I think that 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 works. That works yeah. well. The cop. That. I was thinking uh, Sam Rockwell. Well, I really oh, like I, I that. dig that. Yeah. Why don't we just keep on going with the Iron Man two cast? <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. Um, for the, I mean the 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 robbers should be kids. Yeah, younger. Maybe, um, um, oh, I just watched the the Queen's Gambit and that that dude in that um, who's like the hot shot like uh, cowboy. Um, I haven't seen that chess player. Look it up. Queen's Gambit. Yeah, he's like a famous dude. Uh, like he's cowboy, like hot right now. Cowboy uh, chess player. Yeah, uh, Tommy Thomas Brody Sangster. Uh we uh yeah we, we we did we just cast him in something? Well, we did it in one of our things with 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 uh children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that, matter. that bro. That bro. Wait, hold on. Let me click on him on IMDb, and it should give me some other dudes that are like him. <laughs> he's bro. uh yeah, he's from um I think uh, we. We talked about a Thomas Brody Sangster type for the um, Vampire King episode. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that because I remember I liked him in Maze Runner. Um, let's see. Oh, who else is in Maze Runner? Let's just cast from that. Oh, Dylan O'Brien. He's like the main dude. From Maze he, Runner? Yeah. he's He's kind of got that screen presence of a, a main bank robber dude. And he just returned to films. I guess he got like injured on one of the maze runners. Like he like almost got ran over by a car and he was like, shit, I need to like stop doing movies for a while. And then they just, uh, released the like love and monsters or something like that. What about, um, as the other one, uh, Will Poulter. Yeah. I was thinking him, Mm -hmm. he would be good. Um, and then rounded out with like, um, Probably like a black dude. Probably like. Uh, let's see. But not quite. Not quite. <laughs> um, sort of. <laughs> sort of a black dude. What about how sort of black do we want to get? 
Well, you got to get that right age. So I'm thinking. Oh, there's a dude called Brandon Black. That sounds pretty black. <laughs> He's in that Dear White People show. Oh, okay. Sounds good. He's in that 13 Reasons Why on Netflix. We should okay. probably make the busboy a waitress so it's not all dudes. Get a lady. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, like a, anybody like, who you think would be good for this. Like a Cat Dennings? They should they should be like honest. Cat Dennings is like our age. <laughs> okay. A younger, honest waitress. Who do we got? What about that um that girl from uh uh Mad Men? Yeah, she'd be good. Who is that? Oh, she's like in Sabrina, that one? Yeah. Kier- uh Kieran Shipka. Kieran Shipka. Okay. Yeah, she'd be good. She's really good. Yeah. So uh yeah, that works. Okay. We're gonna call this the, the restaurant tour. The restaurant tour. <laughs> I like it. I don't know if it's the best title, but I think it kind of works. <laughs> the, yeah. the restaurant tour. Restaurantamon. Right. I would do Rashomon with restaurant in there. Rashomon two. <laughs> Rashomon two. The restaurant. Rashomons. Um, and then. You know, as part of your graphic design course, you have to make a poster. Yeah. Um, so there's like an arm on like a like a kitchen floor, and there's like blood coming from it, like the like just kind of like off screen. But then there's also like a meatball that has like rolled out of the <laughs> hand. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell if the um if the blood is is like sauce is blood or or <laughs> so you can put like a, some like spaghetti noodles in yeah, the blood. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody drops some spaghetti like or <laughs> kill someone. <laughs> I think I think that um we moved away from uh there being like a machete or anything, but I'm wondering if maybe when they're like robbing people in the store, they grab like a a, a knife off of one of the tables or something, and it just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When know. they're in the kitchen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can oh, yeah, see that's that. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. You got this arm, and and you got the the spaghetti bloody, meatballs, yeah, <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> meatballs. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I dig it. All right. Well, that is uh, our the best we can do student film, and it took us a little while to get there, but I think it, it turned out better than uh, than most student films that I, I would have conceptualized when I was in school. <laughs> Before we wrap, should we all share our favorite student film memory? Okay. Uh, from college. Well, when you were a student. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or any, 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 uh, formative <laughs> or, you moment. Know, you know, when I go <laughs> film student films every weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a lifelong so student. Busy. <laughs> Um, I mean, my, my favorite student film related thing will always be our, our film two weekend because it was just ridiculous and stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It was a lot of fun. Um, it was, um, definitely my favorite. Yours was, what was, what was yours for your film too? That was the one where like the guy was, uh, in a hospital and he was kind of crazy, right? 
Uh, my film two had um, so Abron. I mentioned him earlier. He, uh, yeah, it was kind of a two part thing. One was he was like doing this kind of interview with a doctor, and then the other, and then he was like stuck in a hotel room. And it was yeah. kind of like he was describing a dream that he had, and and uh, with the doctor. Okay. Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like, and he's in some sort of like psych ward type thing. Yeah. And then Sam's yours was a dude had someone's head in his fridge, and he was going to eat uh, his dinner guests or something like that. It was two cannibals on a date. Okay. And they were trying right. to yeah. eat each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know they were both cannibals at first until they yeah. found the uh the guy's head in the fridge. That's what you call an inciting incident, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the the head in the fridge? Was that uh was that Jeremy? No. No, that was my buddy Colin. Oh, it was Colin, okay. <laughs> um that was not, funny though. Not Colin, you know. Colin um I ran track with him in high school, and okay, he, he got in the movies too. Nice, but yeah. um, good guy. Yeah, that that fridge with the hole cut in it. Yeah, and he like <laughs> stuck his head up through it. Yeah, <laughs> all painted. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good. I like. I, I remember that. <laughs> like, oh damn, you cut a hole in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, it got it from um, a bait company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kept worms in it. Nice. <laughs> I think mine, I was a little younger. I was just doing this on my own, but um, for some reason, um, my brother, my friend and me, we wanted to make a sequel to Predator. Mm -hmm. And so my brother was Arnold Schwarzenegger and my friend was Predator. And they're in the woods (laughs) and we were like filming it. My brother was like shirtless, (laughs) um, running around the woods with a fake, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. <laughs> like, we were, like, teenagers. Yeah. Young teenagers. Um, So, he... um, We had that blood, you know, for one part. Yeah. He just had ketchup. <laughs> so he smeared it all over stuff and it attracted this swarm of bees. <laughs> and he, like, took off. We all had to start running because... I mean, those bees wanted that ketchup. That's always my... Makes me laugh. <laughs> It's fun. I liked making some of my stuff. Some of my stuff, uh, I wish I, I had more crew members to kind of help out with. It was always kind of like I was wearing too many hats. But um, when we did the, the was it 72-hour film festival? That one, that one was fun. Um, we had enough people to do a lot of different things. It looked really good. We... We won a bunch of things. Sorry, Sam, you weren't in our group. <laughs> but uh, I got to watch from afar. Yeah. <laughs> you got to witness the greatest moment uh, uh, of Chad's uh, college career when he was drunk as fuck, stumbling on stage. Someone put the mic in front of him to say his name. And he's like, I'm Chad Schreiner. <laughs> and <laughs> no applause, nothing. <laughs> Just like dead silent. <laughs> but the, <laughs> it's like the best announcement ever. I love that was it. Great. The, I that love was, it. That's my favorite. That that beat making the movie. Just that <laughs> Chad drunk on stage. <laughs> I was so drunk. I would uh, blame blame <laughs> Sam. 
you know, I just came to hang out and he's like, uh, I got drunk in his dorm. And then I blame everyone at, at, uh, at Bateman's for getting me more drunk before we went to the thing. <laughs> Sam wasn't there yeah. for that though, <laughs> because he wasn't old enough. Don't yet. blame me. I wasn't even, I wasn't even 21. So <laughs> you came to my place to drink. <laughs> and I probably you. provided the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, getting underage to minors, uh, drunk oh, whatever there's your psa everyone <laughs> yeah don't, don't give alcohol to minors minors yeah, don't hang out Unless with underage children because that's actually legal in yeah, some states fine. most states you can get <laughs> uh your underage kids drunk if so, they're your spawn <laughs> if they're your spawn and it's in your house then go yeah. for it get them in wasted maybe if they're like older <laughs> than you know four you know I don't think you want to get a four-year-old drunk. That that could yeah, that could be considered uh, come on negligence. There's limits, man. Negligence, abuse, yeah. something like that. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I think that is our uh, season finale of the first season of Script Prompt Two. Thank you for listening. It's been a fun first year, I think, uh, for most of us. And uh, we'll be back in uh, what? Well, a little short of a year. We started uh, at the end of December last year, so we're getting there. Um, yeah. But uh, I think uh, we all need a little uh, bit of a break uh, leading into next year. We want to get caught up on some things. And, you know, we'll be uh, here fresh faced in 2021. I, like I mentioned earlier, I plan on, you know, completely, uh, maybe not completely. I'll probably leave some of the more generic prompts in, but like all the props and characters and settings, going to switch them out for, for new stuff. We may even talk about new formats, new guests. Hopefully we're going to have uh, a bunch of new guests, maybe some old guests. Mikey is a, is a, an easy guest to get on. So we, we probably have him on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Again, <laughs> We're working on some guests for next year. Um, Steven Spielberg. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, Christopher Guest. Stevie, call me. Chris Guest. <laughs> um, yeah. Why don't we do that? Orson Welles. Yeah. Ooh. I think Orson Welles is confirmed, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Or a really good impersonator. I think we, that's what we really should start doing is just hiring impersonators to be <laughs> on the like show. Elvis impersonators. <laughs> I was trying to get some impersonators for my wedding, but it's only like Marilyn Monroe and Elvis. It's yeah, like I, mean, I wanted to get very specific with my uh, impersonators and no one does John Candy. It's just like very annoying. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted a polka band for my wedding. And yeah. I, I got turned down as well. I, I tweeted at, uh, at a Weird Al to try to get him to come, but... No I tweeted at Weird Al also. I said, <laughs> the only way I was like at Weird Al Yankovic, whatever. Uh, the only way my wife's going to let me play Weird Al at our wedding is if you come and perform. <laughs> Will you play my wedding? <laughs> I did not get a response. We should get the, the backstage passes uh, for his next concert and then like ask him to come and, and like play an event. Uh, where it's just us. I would, uh, <laughs> I would consider, I don't know what the pricing range is for backstage passes, VIP things, but I, I'd consider it for Weird Al. I, Weird Al is by far 
my favorite concert experience continue yeah. every time we go it's amazing and i love it yeah and every time he's in town even if he's like in philly or whatever uh you know i, I try to go to it i agree uh, every every concert's been fun as shit yeah i wish i started going to weird al earlier because i have 35 years of weird <laughs> al i could have had but yeah we've only been going for the past like five years and it's been yeah i wish i had the money when i was younger to yeah. like go to weird al <laughs> just finally started having some disposable income and can go yeah. to concerts again <laughs> I, I love seeing weird al in concert it's great yeah if you haven't seen him, go see him whenever he comes around. He's the best yeah. show around. <laughs> I haven't been to a better concert, to be honest. Yeah. I, I can't say I have. I mean, I've been to fun concerts. Like Rush was was pretty amazing, but Weird Al is 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 in a league of his own. I agree. Anyways, thanks for this year. It was fun. In the uh you know, the next couple months that we're off, if you'd like uh to you know, listen to our old episodes or, or check out, you know, our socials or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, we have a website. It's a script prompt2.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at script prompt2. Uh, and if you like what we're doing, you want to hear more of it, you want to hear, uh, you know, different things, you want to, you know, send us your own prompts and all that stuff. Uh, you can either you can email us with uh, some of those ideas and uh, at podcast at script and you can check us out on Patreon uh, patreon.com slash script We have uh, bonus episodes and early access to our content uh, normally and um, hopefully we'll come up with some new uh, Patreon um incentives moving forward to make that a little bit more worth everyone's while. And I feel like uh, being that it's the last episode of the season and um, he is our sole Patreon subscriber, we should give a shout out to Wyatt. Thanks, Wyatt. Uh, thank you, Wyatt, for supporting us for almost a whole <laughs> year now. It's been really great and, and we really appreciate it. And it's been a lot of help. So round of applause for Wyatt. All right. Well, bye-bye. Adios. Bye-bye now.